0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Another wonderful Sunday in the presence of our God and Father. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here today. Beloved of God, you're welcome to another beautiful episode of my 365 devotional challenge. And then um, before we delve into it, let's reference the Father. Father, Lord, we thank you. We worship you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the adoration. From generations to generations, you are God. You have seen people like us, and you have seen people even greater than us, both in stature and in might and in wisdom. But yet you choose us as your vessel in these end times. Thank you for the value that you have placed on our heads. And thank you for the love that you have shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We promise that we will make good of it and that we will depopulate hell in order to make your kingdom robust. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Walk in us and walk through us for the fulfillment of your purpose for this age. We pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amanuensis. Okay, let me say that again. Amanuensis. It's spelled A M A N U E N S I S. An amanuensis is a literary or artistic assistant, in particular, one who takes dictation or copies manuscripts. When I was in school back then, they they taught us about um, amanuensis, and um, what I know about an amanuensis is that. If you want to write about something and you get somebody in to help you to write about that thing and maybe you are just directing to the person what to write that person is called an amanuensis now why am I talking an, uh, why am I talking about an amanuensis today instead of concluding um what we had um our series on um, or our season on how the apostles died there's a reason for that. And then don't forget, as the Spirit leads, that's how we go. So, that's the meaning of an amanuensis. Let's continue. Certain school of thought uphold that some of the epistles of Apostle Paul were written with the help of an amanuensis. Reading Apostle Paul's letters, you'll not get the feeling that the writer or dictator of the letter was sometimes going through severe pains and groaning from the injuries sustained during hours upon hours of interrogation and most times outright torture for him to denounce his faith. Every day I watched on YouTube opened my eyes to this possibility and changed the way I read and valued the epistles of Paul. The early church paid a great price to preserve the true gospel that many including me, myself, me that is here, have watered down and nonchalantly preached today. I think we'll have a lot of questions to answer if during our time the gospel is totally hijacked by strange beliefs and doctrines. Most glaring examples being the feel-good preachings pouring out of our pulpits today and the new age practices distracting our focus from jesus or our focus on jesus we will not allow that to happen me personally i've stamped my feet and i said that i will not allow that to happen not in our time in fact not ever we will not be deceived and together in true oneness of heart and spirit not as the world gives it all with all their one religion one government and one everything Not that type of oneness. But in true oneness, such that was shown by the disciples in the upper room. We bring down the number of people that would have been deceived. We cut down the number of people that would have been heading down the broad way. We take them out of that broad way and then we reroute them into the narrow way. That's why we are here. And that's why we are here at this critical time. The button has been handed over to us. We are like the last lap runners. The button has been handed over to us by some very fast people. The apostles of old, the Billy Grahams of this world, the Smith Wigglesworts of this world, the A.A. Allens of this world, and you name it. They've handed it over to us now. It's now our turn for us to run with that vision. And we will not fail. We will continue to restrain the Antichrist and do so successfully until the church be taken away. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I just have this simple but beautiful song for us this wonderful Sunday, the twentieth day of <laughs> <laughs> the twentieth beautiful day of September 2020. 20. 920. Significant, you said? Yes, I'm with you on that. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, you are the Lord. Oh, yes, you are the Lord. Most high, the Lord. hallelujah, I can go on and on and on and on and on about this and with this and over this. But you can take it from here. He is God. He is the Lord. It doesn't matter how many people love us. It doesn't matter how people how many people like us. It doesn't matter how people want us to be within their company. It doesn't matter at all. But we shouldn't forget the heavenly, the celestial beings outnumber the number of human beings on earth, and the host of heaven, they love us. That's what should matter most to us. So let's not look at who is here and who likes us here, but let's refocus our being on heaven. We are loved. We are appreciated. We are the apple of God's eyes. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Beloved of God, it's going to get better. I just want you to stay strong. I just want you to keep believing. I believe in you, but my belief in you doesn't matter much as much as Jesus believes in you. Stay strong. Stay faithful. <laughs> that crown is yours. That crown, I'm taking it to see you. Bye-bye. God bless you. Jesus loves you more. I want to see you tomorrow. (laughs) Thank you so much. Bye-bye and see you tomorrow.